You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Monday, so it's time for Shapiro World with David Shapiro from Sasfin Securities. David, um, when I woke up this morning, there's two things, two risk assets that really shouted at me. One was gold, nearly 2100 it was, and then it fell back a little bit, understandably. And the other one was Bitcoin. Now, gold, if you look at the graph, you're an amateur graphist like I am. Lots and lots of tops around this level. And if it can go through those tops and actually hold there, then I think it bodes well. But if it fails here, then you're going to get a decent pullback, I I would have thought. And I know you're not a gold investor, but on the other hand, you watch it sort of to gauge the mood and the risk-on or risk-off appetite of the market. Yeah, Lindsay, it's so hard to reconcile uh, what is happening. The dollar hasn't been all that weak. It's not as though the dollar's fallen in a heap. And that's uh, given the gap for both Bitcoin and, and I don't really know that market, the Bitcoin market, no. but I would assume that it's it's very much aligned to what's happening in the gold market. Uh, and to see gold at these levels, as, as far as I can see, it's it's in new territory. It seems to be above where you know its previous record. So you are in kind of blue sky territory, but you know gold's notorious, and um, while there is a call for it to go up to 2150 still. Um, quite a few analysts are forecasting that there's still a lot more strength. Um, I, you know, I, I, I think I think it'll only gain its momentum if we do start to see the dollar dropping and rates starting to come down. So, yeah, it's it. You know, it's, for me, it's never a long play. It's always a, a very short play because you get these runs and then the next thing you know, things are. You know, it falls in a heap and down it goes again. But uh, I've never been a um, a long-term bull of gold. You know, so I can't. You know, it's hard to read. It's like currency markets; very, very difficult to to really get a grip on, unless you're a trader. You know, um, but 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 let's see. You know, the old-time gold bulls—they just keep going on from year to year. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know, whether they make money in the long run or not, I don't know. It's almost like a currency. You know, <laughs> it's like holding the dollar. Mm. Um, but who knows? I, I I find it difficult to read. I find you know I find those markets. I find commodities very very difficult to play, and this unless you've got a trading mentality. Yeah, and Bitcoin is even more opaque mm. to me because yeah. people are saying, well, it's because of these ETFs and people have, have bought ahead of the ETFs buying yeah. and now the ETFs are buying and it's gone from fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars $16,000 a coin up to forty one, forty two thousand, which is its current level. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can turn around in uh, you know January and it'll be down at twenty five again. I just don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch it. When when I talk to younger people, and I'm talking, you know, I'm, I'm quite advanced in my age. But when I talk to to young investors in their twenties, thirties, forties, for them, it's a means to make quick money. You know, when they, they're very interested in it. But when you start unpicking their interest or start delving, it's more about making quick money than then having a real view about uh, what it's going to do for the world or how it's going to change currencies or how it's going to become a new monetary system. Um, they can put something around that, but I think they just see that here's, a, here's an opportunity to make some quick bucks. And, uh, I, you know, I've, I've, I've done that. Not, in fact, not done it well. 
So I've I've moved on from from adopting that kind of attitude in markets, you know, trying to look to make quick money. It's it's never easy, and it's never sustainable. So it, there is a market, you know, there is a market out there, and when you when you watch uh, the business channels, there's almost <laughs> you can see the same character characteristics in the people who are pushing it and and so on. But I, I you know, I'm, I'm still trying to work out its purpose. And I, I, don't, I don't want to lecture, you know what I mean? Um, if anybody hears this and decides they're going to start lecturing me on that, you know, that's not what I'm looking for. But um, I still struggle to see, you know, where it's going to fit in. I do too. But um, people do know about it. People have lost and made a lot of money out of it. I noticed Ronaldo is mm. getting sued for a billion dollars because of his <laughs> representation of one particular platform, a reckless one. Why he needs the money? I mean... What is he doing? Ah, Why does he need the money? He's getting paid a vast amount to play in the desert. And he's he's got money anyway. I mean, how much more do you need? I mean, he's probably worth 250, 300 million, probably more now with the Saudi deal. So why tarnish your reputation, your sporting reputation, with having your your image plastered all over this Bitcoin platform and then getting sued, which won't come to anything, of course. But I don't. I, I fail to understand it. That is proper greed, David. <laughs> I, I have no idea why celebrities do these kind of things. You know, when they really don't need the money, whether it's going to bring them additional support or don't know, or whether they're encouraged to do that by by the the team for which they're playing. I don't know. I just it just seems silly. You know, how much money is how much money is enough? Exactly. I mean, how much is enough? I don't know. No, I don't. Anyway, um, David, on the JSC today, it's, it's a busy week for data, both here and overseas, or rather South Africa and overseas. Yeah. I've got Signia Forbes and NAMPAC coming out. Any of those of any interest to you? I, I don't know. I just looked at NAMPACs and I saw a lot of brackets around the numbers. And I said, okay, <laughs> I'm not going to go too much into that. I'm off for a run. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, really, I really haven't followed the uh, um, those companies. and that. Both of them are very small um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, certainly Alexander Forms is a very small business. Um, at one stage, it was a large, much larger business, or so had more influence on the financial system here. But I don't, I, you know, I don't really follow these. There's nothing in them. I'm saying it from a point of view is that uh, um, there's nothing in them that attracts me, you know, to go out and buy them. Um, if anything, I prefer, you know, I prefer to go through manufacturing businesses or other productive businesses. But yeah. Nothing there. And Signia is an interesting one, isn't it? I remember when it was about yeah. this level now, yeah. 18, 90, 20 rand a yeah. share, and then pulled back. And now it's back up there again. You've got to take your hat off to Magda. She has done a terrific yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. No, she has. I, I, I you know, uh, her promotion. Listen, this is a almost 3 billion rand company today. And um, she's, you know, she's got quite a few ETFs and she's got quite a, Good business around. She's come back there. She's been quiet though. Yes. I haven't. I don't know whether it's by choice. I don't know uh, what it is, but uh, we haven't seen her at the forefront making a lot of noise. Certainly on the political front, she has always had a lot of views, but uh, she's she's been you know generally quiet. But yeah, listen, it's a it's it's a decent company. I can't have it, you know I can't criticize her for what she's achieved. Things haven't been easy in the market, but. Uh, Overall, it's okay. You know, it's. Um, I'm trying to see. It's it's steady, but uh, steady in this kind of market, I think, is a win. Yes, it certainly I like is. I like her product. Eh? I I buy her ETFs. Yeah. 
Um, you know, certainly the 500s, and uh, she's got quite a few. The fourth industrial revolution was a winner. It came back in 2022, but seems to have recovered, um, which is kind of the Kathy Wood type uh, uh, ETF, you know, if you want to get into to some of the up-and-coming innovative companies. But, you know, good for her. She's, she has been a forerunner, and uh, she's done pretty well herself. Yes, I'd now, say I'm, so. a, I'm a bit of a fan. I'm... I'm um, yeah, and she's Good also got talents elsewhere. I don't want to go on too much about Magna, but her interior decorating skills are—they're very individual. But actually, I appeal to me. I don't know if you've been to her office in Cape Town, no. the head office in oh God, quite a fashionable area, or it is now. I don't know. It, it was when when Signia moved in. Very, very striking stuff, David. You, you're a man with an eye for probably yeah. more traditional things, but um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm quite open. I'm eclectic. I'm very open-minded. Oh, you'd love I it, like then. all forms of art. Mm. David hasn't invited me, and I hope she's listening and sends an invitation. Oh, I'm sure she will. I'm sure she's <laughs> scribbling, uh, scribbling it down now, or typing it out to send to a PA, and it'll be delivered when you get back. <laughs> David, <laughs> what did you read over the weekend? Is it all the uh, this was the year that was rubbish. Yeah, there was a lot of it. You know, there was a lot of it, and and to be honest, a lot of it's indifferent. Um, talking about, I still think AI is going to be. Big and there's still a lot of articles around it, um, a lot of support for it, but I think it's going to just take a bit of a rest. I think the market's going to have to digest where we've got to and what you know where we are at the moment. I think the big question and the big discussion is when will interest rates begin coming down? And you know, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. I think that it'll probably be sooner than later. Um, I know that inflation might appear sticky in that, but somewhere along, you know, Lindsay, why I say that is that you can't allow economies to linger. You know, you've got to keep working on them and making them work. And what I what I worry about is if interest rates remain high, if there's no, if there's nothing to kickstart the economy to get growth or to get interest again, then you kind of grind down. And uh, I'm a bit concerned about that. We need drivers. We need catalysts in that. So I'm hoping that that talk about rates coming down sooner, you know, is sooner than later. The markets have discounted, I think, almost 100 points reduction in U.S. interest rates over the next year. But no one can give you the dates. Okay. So, yeah. The 10-year bond is, uh, well, the, the whole bond market yeah. across the uh, durations are all telling us. I mean, with the bond, yeah. US 10-year was 424 when we started this course. Yeah. It's kicked up a bit to 427 now. But goodness me, a far cry from that 5% when everyone was betting on another rate hike from the United States. Uh, 75 basis points is quite a big move, isn't it? From 5 down to 425. I don't know. what is What is 75 divided by 500? That would tell us the percentage move. It's about, yeah, it's almost 150%. That's massive. No, it's more. It's it's well. Sorry. No, seventy-five divided by five hundred. <laughs> if it was, uh, if it was, it's twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but whatever. It's not it's twelve and a half. It's more than twelve and a half. Yeah, it's a, but, I mean, it's a big it's, move. Yeah. yeah, it's a big move. There, I just have to say that. But Lindsay, the problem. You see, my issue is that we've had this big move now. So the only, you know, to get it down below four you're going to need proper rate cuts. You know, you're going to need something 
more than just speculating on rate cuts. So a lot has been discounted already. So the next, that's why I'm saying we can go into kind of what I call the off season, you know, just a dry patch uh, until we we get uh, more momentum and uh, a build up, you know, for the next move down or for the next for for, for a rate move down. So I, I'm I'm positioning myself. I'm buying. I'm going into the market. I am an equities person, but I like what we're seeing in the bond market. Um, and uh, you've heard my themes. My th- I haven't changed my themes. I'm still I still believe it's going to be a tech driven economy over the next few years. Uh, there are I, I've got to say something else as a but I am starting to see some benefit. You know, if we're going to get rate reductions and we're going to see interest rates fall, particularly in the U.S., then you look at places like Home Depot and a lot of some of the you know, businesses that were kind of held back because of the rise in rates and because consumers are under pressure. I think those are ones are going to show a bit of life as well. And I'm talking go for good companies. You know, go, don't, don't go for kind of uh, uh, go for companies that, that are in a good position to benefit from that. Have you written uh, your outlook for 2024 yet? And if so, when's it going to be published? Well, I, I don't really publish it. I just write to clients on a private basis. But I've, okay. I've, I've yeah, I've, you know, the, the themes that I've just spoken to you about now, the ones that I think are going to um, dominate. I, I, you know, when we came into 2023, um, we were we thought this was going to be a very difficult year uh, because rates were going to rise and uh, inflation was still a big problem and there were still geopolitical issues. And and yet um, the the whole story around AI just seemed to brush it aside. And in in a very specific way, it was only only the tech shares that really benefited. So I don't want to give that up, but I do think that there's going to be, you know, some of the, some of the companies that, 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 that were hurt by higher interest rates, such as the housing market, you know, like Home Depot, Lowe's, um, businesses like that, I think, and some of the, some of the utilities will start to, um, you know, benefit if rates do come down. Um, so there's, there, is a, there is a move there, and we've always had these companies in our portfolios, and I just think, you know, one might even add or uh, certainly, you know, add some more to that. I like, I particularly like Home Depot. Okay. Well, why don't you do this for the new year for your next, your first Business Day article? So we've looked back at, will, yeah. we've looked mm. back at 2023. Let's look forward to 2024. And historically, mm. what have been the most interest rate sensitive stocks to the downside? Mm. I mean, historically, mm. you don't have to pick up, pick out Home Depot or, mm. or one particular Midwest yeah. bank or something like that that needs lower interest rates. But maybe just go for some sectors and say yeah. the last time rates were cut, uh, uh, this happened and that happened. That might be quite uh, fun. Yeah, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at it. I've got no, I've got no strong views at the moment. The one that, I, as I say, the one I picked up. There's also I've been looking at. There's a company that we own called Next Era um, Energy, and this is a utility, a very, very uh, forward-looking utility in in Florida, um, clean mm. air. Uh, it it uses solar and it uses. It's got a lot of. Um, businesses associated with it but it's got um you know it helps it helps businesses or it helps buildings um become green you know it helps them change their 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 energy requirements and so on and so it's a very progressive business but um they were hurt because 
you, you know, when you charge for electricity, you're char- you, you kind of regulate it. You can, you know, you might be, it might be, um, what's the word, privatized, but you've still got to, you can't go and charge whatever price you feel like. So there is almost a cap on what you can charge. And, but a lot of their projects, as they expand uh, their operations, of course, are financed by banks and they have to borrow money. And at high interest rates, that does hurt their margins. And these are the businesses as well. Utilities will, I think, benefit when rates do start to come down because the cost of capital is going to start, you know, the, the, will come down and uh, that will give them greater margins. And these are good businesses. So looking at uh, businesses like that as well, I, like, I particularly like Next Era uh, as well. It came down quite a lot. It's come down a lot because of the high interest rate. So, yeah, you've got something there, Lynn. You know, this is, yes. uh, that's, our, that's our next, you know, that's the next article. We've, we've exhausted AI. We've exhausted the weight loss drugs. And uh, <laughs> now the Nordisk and Eli Lilly and the benefits. It's still going to be a big story and there's going to be a lot written about it. But I think you've got to also look now at some of the other segments that will benefit when rates do come down. Very good. Well, I look forward to that next year. Do you look back at 2023 from an investment point of view with any great fondness or are you just mediocre? Oh, yeah. oh, no, it was a brilliant year. Good. No, it was. And I mean that. We Look, let's uh, first half we lost, which was 2022. We were 6-0 down. <laughs> so at least we scored five back in 2023. And hopefully we'll score next time, you know, in 2024 and get back to where we were. But uh, I, I, it's that surprised me, you know, was that uh, we didn't make a lot back uh, in terms of, you know, in terms of technology shares. There was, there, uh, so it came. It, it was a good year for us from that point of view, having really expected to to be under pressure because of a rising interest rate. So, um, yeah, from that point of view. From the South African point of view, you know, when I look at this is this is so important because it was driven by those AI stocks. It was driven by, you know, technology. But when you look at the SA market, while, and this is important, the S&P was up uh, something like 19% or is up 19%. When you look at the JSE, it's probably up 25 maybe 3%. For the year, but 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 that's in rand. Yeah, take away, convert it to it's a probably down currency. eight or something. We down we down about six percent or five okay. percent, call it. Mm. So you've got plus nineteen on the one hand, minus five, and that gives you an idea of where we lie as an investment. Half, mm. and you've got to recognise that. You know, you've got to be able to say, hold on a sec, we got poorer in in purchasing power. We got five percent poorer. So that's, that's the kind good. of you, and you, you know, no, it isn't. Liz. It's really you know not good I mean? at all. That's why, that that's why when you look at the South African market, you've always got to look at it from that point of view, and and um, so it's a you, you you know you've got to be mindful of uh, of where the rand is, where the currency is, you know what's happening in this economy. Yes, you have, and hopefully next year some of the people who have been placing some fairly decent bets on SA domestic stocks, hopefully they'll do. Well, yeah. <laughs> it looks like that trading rise, you know what I mean? From a trading point of view, yes, you know, when stocks get totally hammered, yes, uh, there's always a bounce up. You know, I've got my Schitt's Creek portfolio, S-C-H-I-T-T-S. Yes. I said we're paddling up Schitt's Creek. And uh, in the four weeks that I've been running it, yes, I'm up nearly 10%. Very nice. Okay. 
yeah, that's fine. Two companies have let me down, Pick and Pay and the JSE, but done very well out of uh, Amplats and uh, Cap and Metair and companies. So yes, there's a track. You know, is it sustainable? Probably not. You know, I mean, you know, it it it's baffled me. I didn't expect to make ten percent in four weeks, so I'm very thrilled with that. And I might get up to maybe fifteen or twenty percent, but that's about it. So it's a bounce from a very low position. Is it sustainable? That's a big question. All right, it's been a good football year as well. For uh, well, it was it was bad for you end of last season with Arsenal uh, falling at the last few hurdles. Um, but um, it, it looks okay. At top of the league, still not really convinced, Dave. I'm still not really convinced. But they're, they're very good uh, in patches, but not consistent. Yeah. They got there because other failed. They've got some big tests coming up now. You know, they've got Aston Villa. They're going to have Liverpool soon. Uh, Brighton. They've been playing well. Uh, they, they played very well against Lens. Yes. And they try. I think uh, Declan Rice has been a massive acquisition for them. Yeah. Uh, the front four, the, you know, the, the forwards are doing well. Saka has also come to life. I, I, I you know, I, I, I love this weekend. I, the, the, from an entertainment point of view, I don't think we could have had better games than we saw yesterday. With Liverpool and you know um, City Liverpool and Spurs, and then yeah. and City and Spurs. You know, credit to Spurs. I mean, they're a rag. They they were put together side, and they just didn't stop. They just ran yeah. and ran and ran. And luck, you know, yeah, luck. You know, luck favoured them. So, uh, but that that's how games happen. You know. Um, I, I Pep must be very disappointed. You know, this is the second week in a row where they should have just killed the game, absolutely killed the game in the first half. They, they do. They, they, so, they still look good, though. So I think he'll say, OK, we got a uh, terrible yeah. decision in the last um, yeah. minute of the game, which, which could have changed the whole game. But anyway, it doesn't matter. He's a gentleman. He says, I'm not going to. He said, yeah. what do you think about that decision? He said, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to give you a Mikel Arteta uh, comment if that's what you, if that's what you're thinking. So uh, yeah. he just moved on. And uh, that was good of him. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't rant and rave. David. Well, in that case, you're off to New York tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. The decent thing about living in New York over December is that the games, you know, you can watch the games in the afternoon. Oh, nice. You don't have to wait till late night. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> late. <laughs> well, or you can wake up in the morning at ten o'clock. Or not wake up, you know, go for a run, come back there, sit down, have breakfast and watch uh, the afternoon games in the UK. So that's the best thing about being in the US. Well, one of the, one of the, one of the best things. Don't tell your wife that. <laughs> or the grandchildren. But uh, that's, that's our little dirty secret. David, thank you very much for all your contributions this year. You've been a stalwart, okay, you've been sir. a brick, and people uh, really enjoy our conversations, uh, whether it be just thank the you. two of us or with Viv Govender. And... If there's something really silly happening, I will message you and then you can tell me to go and jump in the lake or just not reply. If there's something that you want to bring up because you're bored, then mm. also I'll be here. But otherwise, we'll speak in the new year and have and look forward yeah. to 2024 that's as good, if not better, than the one we've just about finished. So thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's David Shapiro from Sassman Securities in Johannesburg. And that was Shapiro World. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.